to the book of St. Luke, but before we go, I would like to pleasantly greet everyone in the matchless name of Jesus. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. Speaking out of the book of St. Luke, the 18th chapter, when you look for that, please stand. Uh, that will put us in our textual environment. I had a mind to finish the school of thought that was generated in 2 Corinthians, the seventh chapter today. And I kind of wanted to just back up and do the whole thing over again and just re and repeat myself. So perhaps, thank you, darling, perhaps the Lord will allow me to do that at some future date so we make sure that we have uh, a good understanding on those verses. And that way you can use them for yourself. If you listen to someone else, uh, it's good and you can get revelation and inspiration. But it's so much better when you can commit the word of God to the memory and use it for yourself in times of goodness and in times of trouble. So uh, since I got it all talked out, I don't have to do it right now. We're in Luke, the 18th chapter. Would you please uh, note verse number 27? And when you have Luke 18, 27, the title of this reading, it may be short. Uh, the sermon may be short tonight. But it is entitled, The God of Possibilities. Would you say that with me? The God of Possibilities. And what does it say in verse number 27? And he said, the things which are Impossible with men are possible with God. You may be seated after reading that word. Now, this had no, I didn't even think of this. It just came to me, so I might as well say it. People lately have been preaching that the word of God, and I've heard it, more than once, and I've heard it lately, that the apostles were too hard on the people. And that the apostle Paul possibly could have been conflicted and mixed up. And out of his own confliction, he would tell you one thing, and it would look nearly impossible, and then tell you something else. And I don't think that is a proper representation of the word of the Lord. The Lord won't send you anywhere, and I mean he has to do it. Too many are saying God said, and they'll be visited for that. There's one thing God hates is a lying prophet a false prophet, and a person who speaks a vision out of their own heart and mind. He won't tolerate it. They will get by, but they won't get away. And they use that to make money. Friends and influence. 
The Bible is miraculous enough by itself without us manipulating the people and trying to make it so fantastical that you run around with it. If we run, hopefully it's because we're seasoned and we know the word of the Lord when we hear it and that no one is playing with us for an emotional effect. Praise the Lord. Emotions are good, and it's part of what God uses to blow the wind of his presence through his vessel. So never think that, like some of them, they would get so bad, they got so intelligent and so deep, they resented the saints shouting and making noise. You cannot do that. God has taken the emotions of a man and he blends the spirit in the preach word with the emotional structure of that individual as well as the intellectual structure of the individual handling the word of God. So we don't mean to suggest that we, we're going to get so deep that we don't shout anymore, we don't stomp and get kick dust and make the dust fly off the seats. We would like to do all of that. We would like to run a little bit and follow Sister D's around. Dr. D's as she plays the tambourine. And there she is. I didn't know you didn't know you was in the house. Follow her around and have a good time. Because that's part of what it's all about. It's a sign that she's healthy. Something about her that's healthy. There's something about saints that can exhibit what God puts on the inside. It's a healthy thing. It's a healthy thing to release yourself. Praising the Lord. Praise the Lord. So it is no substitute for substance. And it is no substitute for finding the will of God as it is stated in the word of God. Praise the Lord. So it's wrong to get so smart that you start picking at the apostles and picking at the word of God saying it's contradicting itself. For example, Paul says, let every man bear his own burden. And then it says, bear your own burden and bear one another's burden. So someone who's looking for trouble and looking to impress the crowd will look at that as if that's some big revelation. Paul's confused. That is so bad. That's a wrong thing to say. There's just deeper aspects to a truth. It doesn't mean that it's contradicting itself. You just have to get your studying on a little bit harder and you will see what those words burdens mean and you'll find out it is not a contradiction at all. It's just teaching us how to respond properly to a variety of circumstances. But it does not mean that Paul was being too hard and when he preached what he did uh, this morning in Second Corinthians, <laughs> uh, the seventh chapter, uh, some 
like Phil, some went out of here mad and raised hell wherever they went. I get phone calls. Walk out because they're so paranoid that they would think that Bishop is informed by somebody else other than God and feel that I'm so little that I would waste my time trying to heal somebody that don't want to be healed. Praise the Lord. Control somebody that don't want to be controlled. And so little that my intellect is so small that I can't hear from God. I can only get it because you told me. Praise the Lord, everybody. So we have to pray that Rather than drive you away, the word of God should drive you to your knees. Praise the Lord, everybody. The Bible says he sent his word and he healed them. They looked unto him and their faces were lit up and they were not ashamed. So when the word of God comes, I promise you with all my heart, there is a prophetic healing in it. And it is designed to keep us on the path that will open the door to further victory. Thank God. And more smiles and more laughter and more possessions and more gains and more health. Whatever the word comes for, it has in it the potential. If he could just find that much in you that wants to do his will. The word of God has the potential to catapult and thrust you into a victory that you had never imagined and only heard other people talking about. The Bible says he sent his word and he healed them. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So while the word may make you do what I did when I was real young, my father will put the strap on me. And I'm happy for it. It kept me out of prison. It made me go so far and then put the brakes on. It taught me how to get along with grown men who had authority problems themselves. But he taught us respect for our senior citizens, for our fellow men, and etc. And so there's nothing like having the strap on you that will save you, not then. Because I would yell out to him, I was so angry. Man, you're killing me. I tell him that, you're killing me. And I know he laughed when he got in the other room. I'm going to have to kill that one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But I would, I'd tell him, you're killing me. And I would tell my mother, get him off of me. I'd go get her because she had mercy. And she was a sweet thing as she is now. And I knew I had an ally with her, but 
She wouldn't get too loud. I never heard her go in there and say, get off of me. Because it would be problems. Praise the Lord, everybody. But the discipline of the Lord works in the recipient the peaceable fruit of righteousness. And when God gets through with you, he will teach you how to see down the road and not run into it like a silly goose or a goofy looking ostrich. But you will be able to see trouble before it comes. And you will be able to steer your way clear of it. Praise the Lord, everybody. One time I was in Detroit, and I know that when you stop at the gas station up there, you're allowed to get raped, robbed, and beaten to death. And they run in packs. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I went through. And I'm up there in a little zook zook done been to a church meeting. Looking like bait, basically. They see you in these little funny suits we wear. You look like bait. And you got a couple of gold rings on. You're saying to them, come and get me. <laughs> but something about me didn't want to run. I wanted to be able to lock eyes on them, about eight of them, and just say whatever. But something told me, you can't win this one. You better get your cookies. Whatever it was you was buying, get your cookies. Act like you don't see them. Step two steps to the left. And a do a twist and get out of there. Because you can't win this battle here. Ain't nobody going to talk. Y'all making fun of me. But you've got to be able to see it before it's too late. And a good old whooping. Sometimes from a grandma. Raise your hand if grandma ever got old. One right there. One right there. Never say that. One right there. Raise your hand if a caretaker ever set you straight. Praise the Lord, everybody. Well, it may not have felt good then, but it was designed to deliver you from a greater catastrophe that the enemy would send your way. So we're not being sadistic when we look at people that complicate the word of God, say it's too hard. People that complicate the disciplinary factor that's in the church. If you don't have discipline and some sign of structure, then it becomes the rule of the Laodicean. Who are they, pray tell? John said in the book of Revelation, Something's going on in the church that I am displeased with. You have there the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. You have there the doctrine of Jezebel. You have caused her to be seated and to teach among the people of God. And you have not lamented her presence. And then the doctrine of the Laodiceans and the Nicolaitans and all these people that the Bible uh, identified was for our good. 
And what those doctrines represent means the rule of the people. In other words, the people have more revelation than Moses. The people have more revelation than the Apostle Paul. The rule of the people, their unofficial structures, compete with the authority that God has put in law and order, protocol, rank, and file. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm trying to be nice to you. Because some don't understand when you say the protocol, the rank and file, the authority of the set woman. I'm still trying to be nice to you because I don't look like no woman up here. Praise the Lord, everybody. The set man. It is not the rule of the people, but it is a joint action together. And we decide that we love the Lord and that we will submit ourselves to one another in the fear of God and for the way God does something. But it does not mean, praise the Lord, that things are too hard for us to take. Whatever structure, whatever word, whatever promise, God can do anything but fail. Because we're dealing with a God of possibilities. I know you're ready to go and so am I. I got my watch on and I'm about ready to fly. Praise the Lord, everybody. And so we have... Another problem besides people contradicting the word of God and saying, can't nobody live all that. God would never call you out of something without calling you into something. God would never tell you don't do something if he didn't have the power to keep you. God would never allow the word to come to you uh, and waste his time preaching through the word of God to you and leave you in your broken condition. If God reaches out for you in any kind of way, he can do anything but fail. The failure is not in God, it's in the way you receive God. The failure is not in the church, it's not in the word of God, even though there's a bunch of imperfect people that makes up the church, but God is able to make a way out of no way, and he's able to take the weak and make it strong, and make the people who are not a people, and make the people, uh, praise the Lord, who can't really do anything on their own, but he can give them power uh, to overcome the things that he's designated for us to overcome. He would never tell us to do something and leave us out there by ourselves. I'm just trying to encourage somebody this evening to let you know with men, this is impossible. A man can't give you what God has for you. And what God has for you is in the word of God, in the system of God, in the way of God, in the timing of God. And if you put your hands on it, it will turn black, dingy, and eventually fade away. And so with men, things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Can a bloody Pharisee, the bloody hypocrite, the blood, bloody secret society that existed at that time, the bloody uh, Shriners, the bloody people at that time, the secret mystery lodges and the mystery groups, the Illuminati, all of that, that's not new. These people had it locked up. They had their money issues. They had their secret codes. They had their secret societies. And the disciples were saying that those people could not be seen. I hear Jesus saying, with men, it is impossible. 
But I don't care how bad you've been, what you've seen, what mistake you've made, how low you've gotten. With men, it may be impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Even if you slipped and ended up in the penitentiary because of murder, God is able to bring you out of that condition and put on you an anointing that will cause the white man, the black man, the green man, the yellow man to see you like you ought to be seen. With men, it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. I wonder, can we give God the glory and thank him? Oh, glory to God for his promise to us. The promises of God are true. If God, I'm, I'm going to sit down, but... If God said it, you might as well get your best shout on, get your dancing shoes on, and act like it's already there because all God has to do is say it one time and it never has to be said again. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor when God says something, let all the talking shut up. Let all the naysayers, all the liars, the fearful, the doubter, the unclean, the sinful shut your mouth God has already spoken and I dare you to get up and tell somebody else that we are safe as long as God says one word if he says one thing I'm safe if he says one thing I'm an overcomer if he makes just a little move toward me if I ain't got nothing in me but a little bit of praise God will Take that praise and with that one little hand clap, that one hallelujah, that one praise, I am safe. The devil said no, but God says I'm safe. The devil says no, but God says yes. I need somebody to praise him like you just got the Holy Ghost and get ready for what God is getting ready to do. Tell somebody it's too late. I've already been to the water. I've already been baptized. I've already been converted. And I'm safe. One word from God stops the mouths of devils. One word of God is going to fill this church up. One word from God is about to promote you. The devil said you can't do it, but you need to get your groove on right now and tell the devil it's too late. I've already heard from him. I've already felt his touch. With men, it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. You can name it right now. The anointing is in the house. You can claim it right now. It's moving across the church, up and down the aisle, up and down the pew, all over the pulpit. All God has to say is one word, well, rather two words, and that's I will. You ought to give God the glory if he told you I will. If God says I will, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough, ain't no river wide enough, ain't no devil strong enough, ain't no sickness bad enough, are no people strong enough. When God says I will, I will do for you. I will come to you. I will heal you. I will bring you. I will keep you. I will deliver you. I, 
I will save you. I will hold you. I will watch you. I am yours and I will. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you tonight. Come on, let's praise him before we get out of here. And somebody shout, God said I will. God said he's going to do it. Weeping may endure for a night. But God said, I don't wait till the battle's over. I've already covered you. You're safe from my I will. You're safe in my I will. I will fix it. I will keep it. Come on, let's give him praise in here. Come on, we can do better than that. Somebody shout with me. The winds are blowing. The tornado's coming. The hurricane is here. But we've already heard from God. He can keep you in the midst of the storm. He can keep you when the battle is raging. I know the hellhounds are raging. But the word has already gone forth. Can you... Will you, do you, might you? Jesus said, I will. Oh, glory to God. If there's somebody that wants to be saved tonight, come. Let God look you in your eyes and say, I will. I will. With men, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible to them that believe. If you're here, come. Some of you are waiting to feel the doodads moving up and down your body. You're waiting to feel a tingle and some type of an exuberance. Baby, this ain't got nothing to do with your feelings. It's got everything to do with when God says a thing, you are safe. Come and let him prove himself to you. Thank you. Speak to my, Speak to my heart. heart.